49ers cutback podcast time welcome to the show everyone to blitz or not to blitz that is the question and once again this is a interesting one that could go either way do you blitz against brock purdy one of the better quarterbacks in the league against the blitz as steve spagnola likes to get into his bag he likes to come up with creative ways to get after the quarterback and when he brings five and six guys he usually gets home and he can confuse the quarterback uh but those guys haven't been brock purdy and then you look at the other side. Do you blitz Patrick Mahomes? What do you do to limit the effectiveness of Patrick Mahomes? The dude is just a beast in all categories. So finding a way to attack each one of these offenses is going to be unique. And also, these quarterbacks are pretty good against the blitz. So in this episode, we're going to go through and we're going to talk about the fact that, yes, Steve Spagnola likes the blitz. Uh, Steve Wilkes does not as much. But both quarterbacks are well-equipped to handle the blitz, and both quarterbacks have seen good success against the blitz. So it's one of those conundrums that we're going to have to wait and see what happens in the Super Bowl. But this is going to be a fun episode. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about whether the 49ers should blitz Patrick Mahomes and if Brock Purdy can handle the blitz of Steve Spagnola and that great Chiefs defense. Hope you guys are all locked in and ready to go for this episode. Like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Uh, you listen to audio platform for yards cut back on believe which is spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast and if you're gonna bet bet with bet online it's playoff time and the usual suspects are heading to vegas for the championship and our partner bet online is your number one source for football odds stats trends and lines with everything from point spreads to hundreds of bets on everything from a coin toss to the color of gatorade bet online is the number one source for your championship wagering Head to Bet Online and join today to get into all the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. And this blitz, uh, blitz package that you know I'm coming with. I've watched a lot of film and I've seen the way that Steve Spagnola has aggressively went after quarterbacks. Last week it was Lamar Jackson, and what he did was he muddied the waters. He made you think, hey, somebody's coming over from here, and then all of a sudden it's somewhere else. He's very good at disguising what his blitzes look like. That's one thing that he does very well. The good news is Brock Purdy has went against a lot of blitzing defensive coordinators this year. Wink Martindale blitzed him a ton. He was had success there. Last week, Aaron Glenn blitzed him, and he did it from unique spots, uh, things that are definitely not the norm for how you handle a blitz. You leave things open that you wouldn't normally leave open that didn't roll over in coverage the way they normally would. It's unorthodox what he's going to get from steve spagnola is not so much unorthodox it's just where uh, very well thought out uh, spagnola is one of the one of the guys that really knows how to get your eyes going one direction and then do something else uh, his packages are very good and that's exactly what you're looking for as a defense you have talented players you have playmakers people that can make the play they're supposed to well then you can put the pressure and the onus on the opposing team and that's exactly what the Kansas City Chiefs like to do. They like to get after the quarterback, and they like to blitz. 
and they blitz a lot. Uh, it, it's it's one of the fun things about this team is they're going to come after you. They're going to get after the quarterback. The Chiefs have sent five or more pass rushers on 208 opponent attempts. Uh, that's fourth most in the NFL, so top five as far as coming after you. And on those 208 attempts, opposing quarterbacks have completed 112 passes for 1,122 yards, eight touchdowns, three interceptions, and an opponent passer rating of 76.2. The thing about Spagnola's blitzes is that they come from just about everywhere, and I don't think he gives you a lot of the obvious, you know, here's your blitz keys. It's the confusing part. It's Spagnola just knowing that he's going to confuse what you're looking at. And so he likes to bring five. He likes to bring six guys. You just don't know where they're coming from. He'll put guys around the line of scrimmage and then bail those guys off and bring guys from the other side. Uh, he just has unique ways to disguise where his blitzes are coming from. And that's going to be an onus on Brock Purdy in this matchup. Brock Purdy is going to have to figure out what Spagnola is trying to do. And Kyle Shanahan is going to help him along the way. Kyle Shanahan is going to have motions. He's going to have shifts. He's going to try to see if he can get the hand of Steve, Steve Spagnola tipped. Because uh, if you can, then that'll really help you be able to get into the right play at the right time. You don't want to exactly run right into a blitz. You do, though, want to throw into a blitz. Because if they're blitzing, that means somebody else is having to come from somewhere else to get there. So you have a void in the defense, an opportunity to attack. Another quick avenue for the 49ers, if they can recognize blitz, is to get the ball out to Debo Samuel in a quick screen or Christian McCaffrey. Those types of things will take the pressure off the offensive line and can really be big plays. If Spagnola comes with a blitz and it's at the ill-advised time and you hit Debo Samuel on a screen and all of a sudden you don't have those guys that are chasers, those guys that are there to help, you're going to have a big play for Debo Samuel. So Kyle Shanahan's going to have to do his best to keep Steve Spagnola off balance. He needs to make sure that he catches them in those situations and go to it. I would expect for Kyle Shanahan to have some checks within his offense this week. Yeah, I normally he normally comes in with two plays, and Brock Purdy will decipher, hey, it's you know we want to run this play, do we want to run it to the other side? If it's a run play, pass play, you know, is this where we're going to be? Is this the right play against this defense? But I think you have some built-in reads as well, where it's like, hey, they're blitzing from the right side. Debo Samuel's out there. Let's run a screen. I think you need to have so you always have hot routes built in, but some hot screens as well. Get the ball out to Debo and let him create in space. Knowing when the Chiefs are going to blitz is very important. And yes, it's not an ideal science. You can't know for sure exactly when Spagnola is going to blitz, but there are tendencies. Every single coach and every single coordinator has tendencies to their game, and Spagnola is no different. The Chiefs' defensive blitz rate by downs. First down, they're number three. So they like to come at you a lot. Uh, they blitz third most in the NFL on first down. So you can't feel comfortable that, oh, we just got a first down. Uh, Spagnola will come after you. On second down, they're number one as far as blitzes. And what it is, they're trying to create a negative play. You might have a positive gain on first down. You pick up five yards. You're sitting second and five. Well, if they come at you with a the blitz, they're trying to push you back and create a third and long situation. So you have to make sure you have early down success so that way you can navigate through their blitz. Spagnola blitzes a lot on second down. Knowing that allows you to somewhat prepare for it. And then on third down, they blitz six most because 
what they want to do at that point is they want to play off. They want to tackle underneath. They want to get off the field. Now they will blitz on third down, third and eight, third and nine for Lamar Jackson in the, in the AFC championship game. They came after him pretty consistently. Five, six guys, uh, safeties, corners. They're willing to come after you. I mean, there was one play. Uh, they rushed four, and then they blitzed two, and they brought Reed and McDuffie off uh, Lamar Jackson's right side. And he, they were right in his face before he even had a time to blink. So uh, Steve Spagnuolo knows how to dial it up. There's no way Lamar Jackson knew it was coming. He wasn't even looking that direction, and they rolled people from the other side. Those, def- those defenders who are rolling from the other side, they need time to get there. You recognize that blitz coming, and you can get rid of the football. You can have big plays. We saw the 49ers have some success with this during the season. Brock Purdy's one of the best quarterbacks against the blitz. But we'll see how much Spagnola decides to blitz if he'll keep that up. Because Brock Purdy versus the blitz this season has thrown for 1,529 yards. A very nice number. Uh, he's number one with 9.9 yards per attempt. You blitz him, he makes you pay. That's why they have that old uh, saying, you live by the blitz, you die by the blitz. Yeah, the blitz can be great. It can end drives, push people back, create turnovers. And it can also allow you to get gashed. And Brock Purdy's been gashing the blitz this year. yards per attempt. That's pretty darn good. He's number one with 14 touchdowns against the Blitz this season. He had 33 uh, right now, and and he has 14 against the Blitz. It's almost half. It's it's fantastic what he's been doing there. And then he has the number one quarterback rating at 127.9. So when the Chiefs Blitz quarterbacks, the quarterbacks that they Blitz are usually 79% quarterback rating, not Brock Purdy. 127.9 rating against the Blitz. He's also number one in completion percentage against the Blitz at 68.2%. He has just been absolutely fantastic. Brock Purdy is is airing it up. Uh, It's it's interesting because the 49ers are 28th best as far as pass blocking. Um, So a lot of it has to be what Brock Purdy does as far as creating extra plays, extending plays, getting outside the pocket, and making plays down there. So this matchup is going to be Brock Purdy's ability to read the blitz and Spagnola's ability to hide it. So if Brock Purdy knows you're blitzing, he's going to be able to get the ball out to his playmakers in space, and the 49ers can have some big plays against Kansas City. 49ers have the number one explosive offense in the entire league. Part of the reason is Brock Purdy's ability to take advantage of weaknesses that the defense provides. And if you're going to blitz Brock Purdy, you're going to create uh, some of those opportunities as far as the blitz. Uh, So Brock Purdy against the blitz this season, five or more pass rushers. Brock Purdy has 101 completions. Um, So he's he's only had incompletions on 49 of those attempts. He's had 701 air yards out of the 1,534 that he had. He has just been fantastic. He only threw two interceptions against the Blitz this season, so he also takes care of the football. So Steve Spagnola is still going to come after Brock Purdy. I think that's a foregone conclusion. You want to put the onus on Brock Purdy to go out there and beat you because if you're going to pick your poison, you don't want Christian McCaffrey just gashing you and coming right at you and, and running over you the entire game. So you have to create some negative plays. Uh, One of the biggest drive killers for the 49ers this year has been bad flags and negative plays. You look back at the Cleveland game. They lost because they had negative plays on first and second down, and then Cleveland was able to clamp them, get after them with pressure, and it was a a hard 
uh, opportunity for the 49ers to get first downs. So that's exactly what the Kansas City Chiefs want to do. They want negative plays, and the only way you can get negative plays is to get to Brock Purdy. And Brock Purdy's been fantastic at beating those blitzes. So uh, I, I think Spagnola is going to come after him, but how much will Brock be able to decipher? I think a lot of this is going to be his preparation, which I know he's going to be very good at. But also Kyle Shanahan is going to have to make sure he does some things pre-snap. So get out of that huddle real quick. Get Brock Purdy to the line of scrimmage where he can look at that defense and determine what he's seeing. By moving guys around, it's going to be big. Another thing, if they can establish a run game, that will soften up the, the Chiefs defense enough for the 49ers to be able to run some play action, move the pocket, maybe negate some of the blitzes. But the onus is on Brock Purdy in this one. You locate the blitzes and you're able to beat it, the 49ers are going to be tough to beat in this game. If Spagnola is able to confuse Brock Purdy, get a blitz on him, uh, it, it could be could be trouble. Now, I've only seen Brock Purdy get confused a few times. Of course, the first one was when he played Tampa Bay and he did not recognize the guy coming off the edge and he got sacked, free rusher. He's been a lot better since then. But the 49ers are going to have to make sure Brock Purdy is prepared and ready to go for this game. I think he's going to be just fine. I think he's going to be able to read it. Spagnola is a good defensive coordinator, uh, but Brock Purdy's been preparing for this. He understands that he has a, a, a offensive coordinator that's been and seen every single defensive coordinator in this league. And then you also have a quarterback coach in Brian Greasy who's been through the fire and understands exactly what Spagnola is going to try to draw up. So you're going to look for tendencies. You're going to look for little things that you can read that give you an idea of what they do tells. And if you can locate some of those tells, maybe you can have some big plays. And if Brock Purdy reels off a couple of big plays because he has zero coverage down the field, which we know Brock is one of the best against man coverage in the entire league, or he gets a situation where they don't roll over in their zone fast enough on a blitz and he hits Kittle or Tebow or McCaffrey or Ayuk for a big touchdown, it may make Spagnola a little bit more gun-shy and a little less likely to blitz. But we'll see. I think that they're still going to come after him, and I think Brock's going to have a good opportunity to beat him. Now, on the other hand, the 49ers don't blitz very much. Uh, they blitz 17% of the time. And so with Patrick Mahomes, the question is how much do you blitz at all? Because Mahomes is absolutely fantastic uh, against the blitz. He just consistently makes plays. Um, he averages 7.6 yards per attempt against no blitz. So if you don't blitz him, he's middle of the road as far as you know some of the top quarterbacks in the league as far as yards per attempt. But when you come after him, if you uh, go after Patrick Mahomes, he's better. He's 8.6 yards per attempt. So you got to make sure you're careful against Patrick Mahomes. He's always over 100 rating as far as against the blitz. And the questions are, uh, do you live by it? Do you die by it? Because just sitting back and rushing forward doesn't always create the necessary pressure on Patrick Mahomes. And let's be honest, you got to get the ball out of his hands. You've got to make Patrick Mahomes get the ball out of his hands as soon as possible because that limits his effectiveness for explosives. So this comes from Akash. He says, this seems crazy uh, to be true, but in the AFC Championship game, Patrick Mahomes averaged 3.4 air yards per completion, and the throws were an average of 3.6 yards short of the sticks. Uh, so 49ers... In that category, if Patrick Mahomes is already going to throw the ball quickly and throw it underneath, really, you don't have to blitz. If, if you blitz in that sort of situation, 
you're kind of just hurting yourself. You have one less guy in coverage. If Mahomes is going to, hey, every time his back foot hits, release the football and check it down underneath and count on his uh, playmakers to get extra yards, the 49ers don't have to blitz. It also negates the ability of the pass rush to get home, but that is a, a method that we've seen used this year, a tactic used against the 49ers. Matthew Stafford in week two got rid of the football consistently fast. Kirk Cousins uh, with the Minnesota Vikings got rid of the ball consistently fast, and they just kept doing that. Joe Burrow, until the 49ers made some side adjustments with Steve Wilkes, and they started putting a little bit more pressure and not allowing easy completions. Well, Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense hasn't been a team that has created explosives this season. Most of the plays have been underneath, and I think the AFC Championship game gives a clear picture of what they were trying to do. They were trying to uh, negate and eliminate the effectiveness of that pass rush. Jadavion Clowney, uh, you know, Ed Van Noy, those guys have been good all season getting after the quarterback. So getting the ball out quickly was the way that they were going to handle it. And so the 49ers got to play this smart. Uh, there's no reason to allocate an ex extra resource coming after Patrick Mahomes if he's going to get rid of the football really, really quick. So, you know, going against Patrick Mahomes is always up in the air about how you handle it uh, because he's so good about getting after uh, the blitz. And so when Patrick Mahomes is blitzed, he has a 116.5 uh, rating, and this is his career average when facing five-plus pass rushers. Uh, and then against four or fewer pass rushers, he's 109. So uh, you have an advantage against rushing only four, but still it's not that big of an advantage because Patrick Mahomes can beat you there too. But it seems like it's a little bit lesser of an odd that he's going to beat you for a big play. So rushing four, we know that's the 49ers game plan in 2019. Uh, D'Amico Ryans did something similar in 2022 for most of the game is just rush four and allow Patrick Mahomes uh, to have a little bit extra time. You're hoping your guys are going to get home, but hopefully he'll just get rid of the football quickly. You can rally and tackle underneath. Now, since Patrick Mahomes became a full-time starter in 2018, Mahomes has 55 touchdowns and just six interceptions when blitzed. Uh, once again, fantastic. His EPA uh, per play versus the Blitz is 0 0.39. It doubles up almost anyone's rate over that span, minimum 400 plays. Uh, so it's it's crazy that you think about that. He's just that much better. The closest to him uh, during that early part of that span were Phillip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger, who had a 0 0.19. So he's elite against the pass, against the Blitz. And you know that's exactly what you know you're getting yourself into. Uh, do you blitz Patrick Mahomes? Do you cause him some real problems? Uh, or does he cause you problems because you blitz? Every time you bring a player, you leave something else open. Now, one thing that we've seen Steve Wilkes do, especially in the recent history of the 49ers, is drop off a defensive end. Sometimes he'd bring a blitz, drop Chase Young into coverage. I don't know how much you could do that and feel like Chase Young's going to be very adequate in coverage. But occasionally, that's a good idea. You see somebody drop that position. Maybe Patrick Mahomes doesn't realize that Chase Young is dropping. He gets into a window and stops the play. So having different looks is important. Uh, the same way Steve Spagnuolo is going to try to confuse Brock Purdy, Steve Wilkes has to try to confuse Patrick Mahomes. Yes, it's not going to happen very often, but you only have to confuse him a couple of times during the game. That could be the difference between getting off the field on a third down, creating a turnover. So you're just every single play 
trying to figure out a way that you can limit his effectiveness and then get one big play to get a stop every single time. Now, teams have basically stopped blitzing uh, Patrick Mahomes because he was doing so good carving them up. And this season, he's only seeing blitzes on 15% of dropbacks. So the 49ers only blitz 17% anyways, but Patrick Mahomes is just not blitzed very much because it hasn't been effective in how these teams have been trying to attack him. Uh, so I think the 49ers are probably going to blitz occasionally. There's going to be opportunities, but the main goal is create negative plays or no positive plays on first and second down, rally to tackle, and then on third down, uh, play the sticks, try to make him throw the ball underneath, and then rally to make tackles. Now, Baltimore had a pretty good game plan in the second half against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. What they did a lot was, yes, they would still rush five because that's their makeup, uh, but when they did it, you didn't know which five were coming. They muddied up the looks. They would come up, put linebackers in double A. They would come up, and they would put a safety off the edge with Hamilton. Uh, they would show him coming, then they would drop him off, or they would bring him, and they would drop one of their outside linebackers. They just kept it moving and kept it changing every single time. I watched one series alone, the first series of the second half for the Chiefs, and the Baltimore Ravens did a variety of different things. Disguise coverage, brought blitzes, uh, fire zone blitzes, drop guys off, just rush four. They just kept it moving and kept him uh, guessing what was going to happen. And a lot of times you've seen Patrick Mahomes look downfield and then boom, check it down, Rasheed Rice. Boom, check it down, Watson. He was just getting rid of the football underneath. He looked uncomfortable. He looked unsettled. So they were doing a good job of disguising and confusing him a little bit, and that made him want to get rid of the football. He did not feel safe going against that pass rush. The 49ers pass rush needs to make him not feel safe in this matchup as well. So I look at this game, and you see an opportunity for Steve Wilkes to muddy the waters a little bit. When I talk about muddy the waters, it's make him guess who's coming. Now, you can't put yourself... It is a situation where you're showing so many looks, your guys can't consistently cover the way they're supposed to. So it's a catch-22. Do I want to show you know eight potential guys coming? That, that sounds great. The problem is you have to make sure they can get back to their spots. When do they bail? Do they get a real sense on when Patrick Mahomes is going to snap the football? Because if you give up, you tip what you're doing, that's when Patrick Mahomes can beat you. He's going to figure out exactly who's coming and where they're coming from. And Creed Humphrey's fantastic at the center position about helping move mm -hmm. offensive linemen and move the pass blocking uh, to where they need to go to pick up the blitz. So 49ers got to make sure they muddy the waters. I think they need to show blitz a lot. I think they need to come with the blitz less uh, because I think there's opportunities for the 49ers to get Patrick Mahomes to get rid of the football quickly, put the onus on his offensive playmakers to catch the football and then just make good tackles. And yeah, I know that's easier said than done. Travis Kelsey's not the easiest guy to tackle. Um, Isaiah Pacheco's not the easiest guy to tackle, but you just got to consistently work at it. So in this game, in blitzing, I think that Steve Spagnuolo is going to blitz Brock Purdy. And I think Brock Purdy is going to decipher what's going on. He's going to get rid of the football. Do I think the Chiefs are going to get him a couple of times? Probably, because they're very good at it. Uh, this is one of the most detail-oriented defenses I've seen the entire league. They are on their P's and Q's when it comes to execution of what the coach wants them to do. But the 49ers have built-in opportunities to negate the effectiveness of the blitz. Debo Samuel in the screen game, uh, George Kittle in matchups against players. They don't really want him against linebackers, defensive linemen, uh, safeties. So you're going to bring extra guys? That's great. You know, we just talked about them bringing 
Uh, McDuffie bringing uh, Reed off the edge. That's awesome. With that comes an opportunity for you to get the ball in one of your playmakers' hands. And we all know when you got yak bros like the 49ers, you're going to have opportunities to get home. So it's going to be a cool chess match. How Shanahan versus Steve Spagnola, Andy Reid versus Steve Wilkes, and these guys are just trying to figure out what the other one's doing. Of course, with other things going your way, successful run games for either offense would somewhat slow down the blitz by the opposing team. So this game is going to be a fill-it-out process. But I think Brock Purdy can beat the blitz, and I think Patrick Mahomes could beat the blitz. I think the 49ers are going to have to be very smart about when they do it. I don't expect them to blitz very much in this game. I think they're going to put the onus on Patrick Mahomes to beat them as far as getting rid of the football and getting rid of the football quickly and negating the 49ers' pass rush. Because if he holds on to it, they might have some opportunities. Now on the other side, I just don't think Steve Wilkes is going to blitz very much. I think they're going to really hope that that front four can get home after Patrick Mahomes. If not, they might be forced into the blitz. But he's one of the best for a reason. And if you're going to blitz him, you better make sure it's creative. You better make sure you have the perfect timing. And you better make sure you have your coverage figured out so that way you don't have a big play against you. So uh, to blitz or not to blitz, I think the Chiefs are going to blitz. I don't think they uh, really realize how good Brock Purdy is against it. We'll see. Uh, let's see if they can get home. Let's see if they can confuse another quarterback. But I don't think Steve Wilkes is going to do it. I think he's going to be very limited on the blitz. Uh, but when they come, I think he's going to want them to be successful. Creating negative plays is going to be huge in this game. The team that creates more negative plays probably going to win. And uh, there's a lot of things that go into this. We'll be talking about it all through the week. But thanks for joining me for this episode brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. Hope to catch you guys all in the next one. Come through the channel. Lots of Great stuff will be coming out all week long. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. Remember the right way is always the 49ers. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.